It's time for the Little Agency That Roars podcast, a podcast that connects you with talented and brilliant people. And that's all of us. We are available wherever you stream your podcast. So go ahead and find us and subscribe. I'm your host, Michael Fasoni, and let's get started. All right. Well, I'm sitting here with Dale Weintraub and Janice King, co-founders of Triology. How are you guys doing? Great, Michael. Thanks for having us today. Doing great. Thanks for coming by. And just so everybody will know, because it's a common mistake, we call it, when they say triology. We're triology because we're one step better than biology. And that's an easy way to remember it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and it is. It's T-R-I-O-L-O-G-Y. Yeah. That's right. That's T-R-I-O-L-O-G-Y. So I did. I mispronounced it. And we hyphenate it so you can't make a mistake. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we laugh about, we have a water droplet that's kind of an icon for the brand. And we said, you know, we ought to just change it to a tree. And then call it triology, and then they, you know. people do that too. <laughs> so, well, at least your name isn't Fasoni. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so for everyone listening, what is triology? Go for it. Well, triology is the number one nutrient-powered therapeutic oral health care product line in the marketplace, and that's quite a statement. But there's really nothing out in the marketplace, in dentistry, in medicine, or in the consumer market that does what we do, where we therapeutically treat oral health. Simultaneously, we accelerate healing while killing pathogens with their germs that cause disease. There's a lot of killers out there in the marketplace. Listerine kills 99.9% of all the germs in your mouth. They also will retard any healing of any tissues that have been damaged through disease, through trauma, through surgery, through biting yourself, through eating a chip wrong. There's all kinds of trauma that happens inside our oral tissues every day, all day. And yet, we're the only product in the marketplace that's plant-based, alcohol-free, and accelerates healing, which we have proven scientifically by independent labs, while killing pathogens. And the Surgeon General, in his report of the year 2000, stated, you can't have a healthy body without a healthy mouth. And since the year 2000 to now, 2023, there's volumes of university studies and scientific projects showing the connections between systemic diseases and oral diseases, because the mouth is the largest entry into the body. So triology is not comparable to a Listerine or a mouth because it's not a mouthwash. It's more of a holistic... It's a holistic therapeutic treatment system. And that's why dentists have been using our product in clinical usage for over 12 years. It's used in surgeries. It's used in extractions. It's used in crown preps. Uh, So it's, it's an actual clinical product. It's non-prescription, but it's also available to the consumer directly. Go ahead, Well, I was just going to mention, during our our research, um, we worked with universities across the country and and also here um, in Kansas City. 
and learned that when we are compared to other treatments, both prescription and non-prescription, that our product was the only product that protected the human cells while being able to kill pathogens, which you think of that as like really unique, that, that we're so mild and so beneficial and so effective. So we're balancing the microbiome. And, and that's just kind of a buzzword that's been around the last couple of years. But what they really have learned is that, you know, if the, if the microbiome in every area of your body is not balanced, it's going to lead to disease. Mm-hmm. And so we've been proven to be able to, you know, balance the microbiome through plant nutrients. So we use no chemicals, no man-made products that, you know, are not natural to nature. Mm-hmm. And they synergistically come together, they form a new compound. When it's being done in the manufacturing plant, it's really interesting because as they're making it and these compounds come together, ice forms on the outside of the the stainless steel big, big kettle. Oh, cool. And so this compound that's being made has three patents. Oh, really? Yeah, so we have three U.S. patents on our our compound. Hold there, though, because I wanted to back up just a little bit. How do I take it? You take it, uh, our product has different forms. One is a liquid, which can be used as a rinse. It's safe to swallow as well. Contrary to almost anything else in the market that is designed for oral health treatment as, as far as a wash goes. There's always a poison control disclaimer. Do not swallow. And if you do, call Mm 1-800-POISON-CONTROL. Ours is safe to swallow because of the plant-based ingredients in the formulation. So that's a gigantic difference. So we have the liquids that meant to be washed in the mouth. Mm -hmm. We also have gels take the place of a toothpaste. And the different gels with different viscosity will be used by the dentist to place it exactly where they need to have it for surgery, healing, and treating deep periodontal pockets, crown preps, and various procedures that they'll use it for. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Now, when did you start, or when when did you start or start to to start the company? I'll let Janice go back to the beginning of the beginning. Back in 1999. Oh, wow. I was actively running a dental, an accounting practice. So I worked with small to medium-sized businesses. Um, I was an enrolled agent with the Department of Treasury, which meant I could go into the federal tax courts to represent my my clients. And um, so I had a dentist come to me that had gotten himself into a tax jam with the IRS and asked if I could help him. And I said, well, I'm not deemed to be an expert in dentistry, so I'll have to get up to speed on on the specifics. But if you want, there's a lot of enrolled agents and attorneys down in Kansas City you can go to. Um, but I'll, I'll start my research, and if you haven't found somebody by the time I think I'm qualified, then, you know, I'll let you know. So I start researching dentistry. Well, in May of 2000, the U.S. Surgeon General put out his report on oral health in America, May 2000, the report's called. And I thought, well, this will be interesting to read, not necessarily tax-wise, but just to get a basis for what dentistry mm-hmm. is doing now. And I couldn't believe that, you know, what I was reading was that there was an oral disease pandemic in our country. And it's like, 
why haven't we heard about this? Really, why aren't we hearing about this pandemic that is linked to cardiovascular disease, that's linked to rheumatoid arthritis, that's linked to uh, infertility? Um, stillbirths are linked to the same bacteria, and it comes from the mouth and migrates into uh, the womb. You know, why are half of Americans plagued with this disease that goes into the human body and then causes all this other disease, including Alzheimer's, is linked directly to the Alzheimer's now. Um, and, and by the time we're 65, nearly 80% of people have periodontal disease. Mm -hmm. And it's inflicting them in a lot of different ways. So I started reading this, and I was Dell's accountant. And I called him, and I said, you're not going to believe <laughs> this. And so I tell him a little bit about it, and he says, I don't believe you. <laughs> so we got to reading this. You know, I mean, it's a huge volume of, of data. And, and so we got to reading this over months and, and then starting researching. Now, you got to understand, 1999, we finally had access to information around the world That's through right. the Internet. That's right. If this had been 1989, mm -hmm. it would never have happened. But because it was 1999 and 2000, you know, we could go out there and research studies and findings. I mean, and we did. We just became an encyclopedia. Well, let me ask, Dale, what was... So, Janice, you have an interest because this is your client, and you're trying to get educated for your client. What was your inter interest, Dale? Well, my relationship with Janice, we were friends, and then she became my business accountant. I owned and operated a retail furniture store in Leavenworth, Kansas, uh, for 35 years. And What was it called? Lee's Furniture. Okay. Lee was my father. He started okay. in 1953, and... Uh, he he uh, died, and I bought it from him, and owned and operated it. And then Jan was my accountant in the furniture store. So that was the basis of our relationship. And she was telling me all this information about a pandemic that I'd never heard of. She'd never heard about it. We never heard a peep about it on the news. But pandemic's a pretty big word, bigger than an epidemic. So uh, I did become interested in it. I was kind of a science nerd, and I even though I was a a, real, a furniture retailer, nothing to do with science, and uh, got very interested. And we both did a lot of research in it, and it became the genesis of us getting together and trying to do something about it. Uh, I wasn't addressing many uh, national concerns at 5th and Cherokee and <laughs> Leavenworth, Kansas. Oh, and, and, uh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Yes. This guy was on the site council of the high school. He also founded, I'm so proud of him, founded the Leavenworth Education Foundation. The Leavenworth Public School Education Foundation I founded uh, when my kids were in school. What does that do, Dale? Uh, well, it, it was a, a group of, uh, I'd seen this happen in other communities. And, you know, public education is funded by school boards. We're funded by tax revenues. Mm -hmm. And generally, they're not sufficient. If you want extra things, extra activities in school and so forth and so on, a lot of them were centered around sports. But even though I'm very interested in sports, my kids were too, I was more interested in the in the uh, hitting everybody in school at the academic level. We thought that was where we could make the, the biggest difference. So I got a bunch of business leaders together and uh, we raised money and we formed a board and uh, we got a legal status of the Leavenworth Public School Education Foundation. Oh. And uh, over the years uh, of my leadership, we raised over $500,000 we funded every year innovative teacher grants 
throughout all levels of grade, of grade school, junior high, and high school at all levels of curriculum. And two of the biggest projects we accomplished over the years was we partnered with another Lovemorth native, Melissa Etheridge. I think people might have heard that name before. Yeah, just a small name. Yeah. Well, she, uh, she was very active in, in a foundation called um, um, Save, Save the Nation Foundation. And essentially what it is, it was an effort to bring music curriculum into underserved communities. And Leavenworth is kind of a 50-50 have-have-not community, mainly because of the prison population. So 50% of the student population in Leavenworth were on uh, government-assisted breakfast and lunch. 50%? 50%, yes. It's a really big deal. And uh, so we knew uh, through the research that we had found that uh, music curriculum increased learning capabilities in math and English. And the science behind it actually goes into brain science, where it actually opens up learning channels mm -hmm. broader. So there was a lot of positive research backing this up. So uh, we uh, had the foundation. We had a, a good core of business leaders. We had some funding from the business leaders in the community. And then we got with Melissa Etheridge, and she brought a big partnership to us. Wow. And we were able to fund... Uh, all, we had six grade schools in Leavenworth District and fund every grade school with a complete music curriculum, with teacher training, keyboards, and every student at every socioeconomic level in Leavenworth got musical training. And then we backed that up with research showing increases in test results in English and math. So it really actually worked. This is beautiful. Yeah, it, it was a great experience. And then the other major project that uh, we were involved with, besides really important innovative teacher grants, uh, that we took applications and evaluated them, and then we would award money for grants that we felt we could uh, make a difference. But another one was there was a, a gentleman from Oregon, and he, had, he was involved, he was a scientist, and he was involved in the effect that vitamins would have on behavior. And he went into prison populations to prove his theory uh, and got permission to administer vitamin complexes to uh, prison populations. They saw a dramatic decrease in uh, violence, in code violations, and so forth. So his next step was to think, well, Maybe we should look at schools and see what we could do in schools. Increase attendance, decrease bad behavior, increase test scores. So he did that, and he got very, very positive results, published these results in studies. We got access to it, contacted the, the scientist in uh, Oregon, and collaborated with him to institute a, the program again in our sixth grade schools in Leavenworth, and we implemented it. it, has to have parent permission and so wow. forth, and all the proper protocols, which we complied with. We saw dramatic increases, again, in academic test scores. And behavior. And behavior. I Absolutely. agree with Janice. There's a big story you're <laughs> so, not telling so, so, I mean, that, that was all in, you know, in our, in our previous lives, and then, then we, we morphed it literally from the Surgeon General's report on... on oral health care in the United States in the year 2000, which is a voluminous report uh, because Janice had to prep for her, her dental client. And we both got hooked. We decided 
we can make a difference here. And so we got together, he formed a company, uh, and, and then we went through a process that I'm sure nobody would have ever thought of, but uh, I'm going to let Janice go ahead and, and go to the next step, UltraCare. <laughs> so here we are, business owners, and very active in our communities, and, you know, Dell was active, and, and I was in the, active on city boards, and um, so we get this idea that, hey, we want to know why do people have periodontal disease. Uh, we just, you know, didn't want to believe that the ADA, American Dental Association, and they would say, if your patient has periodontal disease and it's not getting better, it's always their poor hygiene. You, the patient is to believe that it's their fault because they have poor oral hygiene. So I just, that didn't sound right to me. You know, most Americans brush their teeth and, you know, they have all kinds of access to cheap products. So we put together a plan that we would open the first non-dental oral care facility. Spa, health spa, to in the treat United, your mouth. In the United States. Oh, cool. As a study. <laughs> and we're going to prove this. So we went to Getsy Dental Supply, uh-huh. and we said, we want to buy eight dental chairs, and we're going to open up this facility. And we did it on Shawnee Mission Parkway uh, in front of the Target store, I guess mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. And we hired a dentist and hygienist and dental assistants, and none of them could use their credentials, not a one of them. And we put our whole plan together of what we were going to do with the inner cameras, and we're going to do these extensive interviews with every person that comes in about their medications, their lifestyle, their stress levels, their jobs, their relationship with their husbands or, or wives or whatever. You know, so we could really determine is what is causing this. So for four years after the American after Kansas Dental Board gave us our permission after two hours of drilling, um, <laughs> and we had to submit the entire thing a month ahead of time so they could review it. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, you know, they asked all asked, we answered all of their questions, and they said, "Yeah." You know, as long as you're doing what they can do in the privacy of their own home. Maybe not the internal cameras, but But anyway. um, And don't claim to be dentist, and we'll be watching you. Is that because it wasn't... FDA approved? Or? It was. We were not licensed okay. medical not, or dental professionals. Okay. Janice and I weren't. We hired licensed dental professionals and hygienists, but in our in our uh, business, they couldn't use their credentials. So we got permission from the Kansas Dental Board to treat our customers. They weren't patients. Mm-hmm. Our customers above the gum line, below the gum line. That's. Professional, you got to go to a dentist. You have to go to RDH, okay. registered yeah. dental hygienist. We could treat above the gum line, so we could clean the teeth, we could clean the gums, we could uh, counsel them on oral health, oral issues, show them uh, pictures of the condition of their mouth, mm-hmm. uh, missing teeth, cracked teeth, whatever. Photograph it, take it to your dental professional, get it treated. We could do all of that. We just couldn't go below the gum line, and we couldn't, we couldn't diagnose. We couldn't diagnose. We could take photographs of conditions. We'd say, here, take that to your dentist. It, it's so funny. So, you know, someone come in, and, and you can feel something in your with your tongue, and you know mm-hmm. it's not right, but, boy, it's so hard to see what it is really back there. With the inner oil cameras and the great big monitors, you know, we can guide it in there and show them exactly what was going on. And, you know, and so here's this big black crater, and they say, oh, my God, what is that? 
Apparently, it's a, it's a big cavity, but we couldn't say it. We only say, oh, we can't diagnose take anything, but we'll oh, give you okay. a picture okay. and take it to your dentist. <laughs> well, of course we knew what it yeah. was. You know, it didn't take a genius I can't to say it, but it you out. might want to bring this to someone <laughs> right. right away. Right. <laughs> you know, but what we learned, because we compared every toothbrush, manual, powered with, with each other, you know, to find the very best brushing tool. Well, I want to hear about this. And and then we, I mean, Sonicare against the Oral-B. You know, all of these different comparisons. Every toothpaste on the market, every mouthwash on the market. You know, and we compare them and see, you know, which ones really were the most effective. Uh, you know, how long did it take to remove the, the plaque off, you know, off of above the gum line? But how long did it take to break down that biofilm? And some products better at biofilm disruption than other products. After four years, and now we're at 2008, after four years of doing this, we knew why people had periodontal disease. And that's where we closed down the doors and started formulating. Because it was the products available in the marketplace did not exist. We had 80% of American adults with some degree of periodontal disease. And at 65. At, at 65. Yeah, and and that is, that's not just U.S. In, in a lot of areas of the world, it's way higher. But you take that information, that high degree of infection, and then you think, well, so what? It's a painless disease. Sometimes you spit a little blood, but not a big deal. It's directly related to your systemic health. Particularly, and I won't get too deep into the weeds here, but at every dental conference we attend, there's always a cardiologist giving a keynote speech. You wonder, what's the connection? Well, the connection is science has found the same bacteria and cardiovascular plaque originates in the mouth. And it's one of the specific pathogens that we've been tested for in trilogy treating oral conditions to be effective against that bacteria. So there's a direct relation between oral pathogens, oral disease, if you will, and things like cardiovascular disease, cancer, rheumatoid arthritis, Alzheimer's, direct connections of these pathogens, these disease-causing organisms originating in the mouth. If you can keep the microbiome balanced and cleaned up, if you will, in the mouth, you can help systemic disease. And that's a gigantic issue when you look at how many people have gum disease. Mm -hmm. So we go back to the formulation, and we realized that the products that are being sold to the American public for oral care are made with man-made materials. A lot of them are toxic waste materials from fertilizer plants that are fillers that are put in there have no health benefit. And so we, we knew, because we were very passionate about nutrition, that moving into using the organic line of products was going to be necessary if we're going to change the oral health and therefore change the systemic health of millions mm -hmm. of people around the world. And that was our goal. It just makes sense. Just made it sense. Just, just, just made sense. Just like that. We're just going. What's the process for checking the status of a biofilm in someone's mouth? 
You know, a biofilm um, is is twofold. One, a biofilm is also protective against sugars and stuff. So it's not all bad. And again, that's where okay. we come up. But balance. You know, where's the balance between overkilling the biofilm and letting the, the biofilm overgrow? Okay. And and so you know, you want to nutritionally deal with it so that. It naturally. So let me give you an example. If you have a chronic infection, and it may not be disease yet, but it's getting close because it's a chronic infection, the immune system sends out what they call firefighters, mm-hmm. and they and of course you get inflamed. You know now you you got a hot spot and and it's inflamed and you can touch it and it's puffy and mm-hmm. it, it can even hurt. You know, so with that. There's a, there's a byproduct, which is a cytokine, that bacteria thrive on. So this is a food source for P. gingivalis particularly. And so as this chronic inflammation is happening, the immune system is trying to do its job to bring it under check. It's putting in all these cytokines. P. gingivalis then has a food source, and they can multiply because now they got a, a really big amount of food for, for consumption. So their, their numbers grow, and they have to fill in spaces, and therefore other, other bacteria that are good or neutral are decreased. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have to, to understand that the P. gingivalis is, is not always a bad guy. It, 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 rolls, it has a purpose in your biofilm. It's when it becomes overpopulated that it becomes a bad bacteria. When you can settle down and mitigate the inflammation, the food source goes away. And you can't do this if you're putting in your mouth harsh chemicals that only aggravate the chronic condition. Mm-hmm. You've got to calm it. You've got to bring it back in balance. Then the, the food supply goes down. The P. gingivalis gets rebalanced. The microbiome microbiome rebalances and that microbiome is also you know attached to the gut microbiome they, they feed back and forth with each other so if you have inflammation in your mouth you're going to have a gut that's no longer in balance and we have so much gut problem in our country and think about okay 50 percent of 40 year olds have gum disease and they probably all have gut disease mm-hmm. of some form it's all linked together so it's, it's, it's not a kill, kill, kill. It's a rebalancing through nutrition. And if they don't know they have a gut disease, they may have symptoms of a gut disease that they don't know is a symptom of a gut disease, like maybe gas, you know, GI issues. That's right. Or, you know. Acid uh, reflux, uh, yeah, yeah, another reflux one. Or, well, that's why the whole medical community is designed for treatment. The whole body should be under one big umbrella. But look how we've done it in our country. Oh, well, you know, dentistry's over here. The body's over here. Mm -hmm. And oh, my God, that mental health is way out there. You can't bring them together. And yet what they're learning is the gut health through the microbiome gives the signals to the brain of when you're hungry, when you're satisfied, when you're depressed, when you're, Mm -hmm. you know, all these mood swings. So much of what they know now is controlled from the the gut. Yeah. yeah. Bring it all back together and, and treat it with what the body was intended to have put into it. And that's, that's the right nutrition to help balance the microbiomes. And how do we impact the gut? Because we're an oral product. Well, for anything to get to the gut, it's got to go through the mouth. So if we've got this microbiome balanced, 
we've gone the first big step in bringing the whole body into balance. And when you're into balance, you cannot be infected with disease. And that puts your brain in balance, too. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yes. So, you know, linking the gut health to brain health because to mental absolutely. health to mood and stability. The, the back half yeah. of this book, we've got a, a book here six inches thick. It's studies showing the correlation, the connection between oral disease and Alzheimer's. We've got all these millions and millions of dollars being invested in Alzheimer's research. And we've gone to Alzheimer's um, campuses and talked to officials before about the connection with oral health and brain health. Don't get very far, but there are a lot of published studies, independent published studies, showing, like Jan was talking about, this P. gingivalis, one of the particular pathogens is found in the amyloid plaque of Alzheimer's patients. The P. gingivalis originates in the mouth. P. gingivalis has been studied and, te- and trialage has been tested against that to be effective at wiping it out. Again, wow. balancing the microbiome. Like you just said, Michael, yes, it does impact the brain, impacts the heart, impacts the gut, impacts systemic health, which is everything throughout the body. So it's 2008, and you finally have your, the, your information. You have the information you need to be dangerous to come up with a solution. Did you know it was an oral solution? We knew that by the time we got done, we had to do a paradigm shift completely away from the commercial products and start formulating. We didn't have a formula. Mm. We only knew where we had to start moving, and mm. that was in our research. And really, the, the, the Surgeon General's report of 2000, backtracking to 2000 from the 2008 when we, like you say, we, we could draw our conclusions. The Surgeon General's report gave us a roadmap because he specifically showed the connections between oral health and systemic health. And it was obvious that to us. The, the <laughs> deficit is in the condition and, t- and the treatment of the oral health if we want to have any impact on systemic health. Mm-hmm. So the Surgeon General did the heavy lifting. We okay. just went down the path. And gotcha. So we started formulating. And like I said, Dale and I are deep into nutrition anyway. So we did a lot of research on the greens and the reds. And, and if you're mm-hmm. in nutrition at all, you know, you know, the green vegetables and the, and the red fruits basically is where we're, we're at. So we knew a lot about nutrition, never applying it to the mouth. And if, if you go to these organizations and, and, and research, most of them never talk about the mouth. They'll talk about nutrition for your gut mm-hmm. as if the mouth doesn't ever touch it. <laughs> you know? It just doesn't touch it. And, and that's where we were ahead of our time because nobody's talking about the, the necessity for these nutrients in the mouth. And, and so you could put in all these preservatives and these, you know, chemicals again that, yeah, it, you know, it's not good for your gut and it's certainly not good for your mouth, but, but it didn't matter. That's what was sold and that's what people were told to buy. And so we were certainly outside the norm, but, you know, we were um, formulating and, and putting in what we knew to be really, really beneficial for the body. So we have things like a whole wheat leaf grass. Um, from Pines International, which is north of Lawrence, Kansas. So locally sourced whenever we can. Um, 
In our research, we found the benefits of using whole leaf, not the grain, not the stalk, only the grass that grows first. And when it gets to about seven inches, they come through and it's like mowing it. And then it's dried and it's turned into a powder. And then we send it up to another manufacturing plant and have it turned into almost a nano powder. When you open the barrel, it just lifts up and Aerates floats into and the air. Oh, my God. I oh. love the smell of, of wheatgrass. <laughs> but I love what it does for the body even more. So, you know, the organic, it's only grown in glacier fields. So, you know, very, very high quality. Oh. I, I recommend anybody get your wheatgrass from Pines International. <laughs> it's the best quality I've ever found. And we tried a lot of different wheatgrasses um, before we settled on Pines International. Then we use... Um, back back to go. Michael asked after 2008 what we, what we come up with. Well, you know, like I said, we went back to the Surgeon General's report in 2000. That was the roadmap. Well, did you know it was going to be an oral so, product? It, so, yes, because of what the Surgeon General had pointed out. Okay. But our, our experiment at UltraCare for four years and all the research and compilation that we did refuted the fact that people didn't care about oral hygiene or didn't perform oral hygiene or perform it correctly or often enough. That's not what we found at all. What we found was there were no products in the marketplace that gave the consumer the adequate opportunity to treat oral health mm -hmm. correctly. And yeah. that's why right. Janice and I relied on our nutrition background to start the formulation process. And Janice is actually our formulator. And we formulated many, many iterations Did we ever? <laughs> of the product. Oh, I bet. And eventually we got approached by uh, a university in the Midwest. And we were asked not to mention which one, but it's a leading Big Ten university. Okay. <laughs> I'll go that far. And, and the doctor in charge of their microbiology lab, Dr. Richard, uh, I won't go into the last name, <laughs> as, uh, little teasers, but he, he uh, got a hold of us and said he really wanted to, to test our product. We'd been to a, uh, a dental conference. We thought, well, we've got a natural product. We'll go to a dental conference and knock their socks off. Nobody's got one of these. Well, like actually, an entrepreneur, they were looking for, for companies such as ours that were literally looking at new ways to treat oral health. And okay. we were at a very select small conference group. So, so we got selected, and he, he wanted to test our product. And we said, sure. So we sent him up about 12 different versions of our product. And they were coded, so only, only we knew which ones was which formulation. And he ran it through. There were 13 identified specific pathogens, germs, associated with causing periodontal disease, this whole issue that we're dealing with, mm -hmm. gum health. So... After he did his testing and, and got his results, he got a hold of us. He said, uh, do you know what you've got here? We said, well, no, we really don't. <laughs> We're very hopeful, but we don't really know. You're the scientist. He said, well, uh, and this, this microbiology lab is, uh, takes, uh, serves the, uh, the university's dental school and the university's medical school. So this is the top facility at the university for microbiology analysis. He said, you have the most effective medicament we've ever seen in addressing periodontal disease. And then 
we were ecstatic. Well, the causes of periodontal disease. The cause of periodontal, which were these so identified you high five Janice right we, away. We definitely <laughs> high five. We went, we went up, we went up to the school. And we met. Said we knew it. Yeah, yeah. We, we met with with the, our research doctor, and and we had of the twelve or so iterations, we had the one, the the magic bullet that was going to be become triology, which became triology. That worked. Did you know that was going to be the one out of the 12 that would work? Well, actually. Did you have a feeling? Well, actually, it turned out to be a little bit more like, you know, 48 to 60 because we do 12 at a time. And then we just barely change the ratios. Okay. You know, because you got to like gradually change ratios. And it's probably 48 to 60. I mean, we got them in the file of all these, you know, A, B, Z, Z, X, Y, you know, combinations of, and so, yeah, when it finally, we narrowed it down and zeroed in like a laser, we knew we were getting really, really close. But, and, you know, and so um, he said, your formula is going to change medicine. That's how strongly he felt about it. That's that's a big statement. It was, a big and statement. we've been named uh, one of the top five game changers in dentistry. Really? Yeah, yeah. Written up in in journals and magazines as one of the top five, and it's all to do with you know the antioxidants, you know that um, antioxidant therapy. So what we've been able to do is harness controlling the pathogens, mm-hmm. but also then uh, actually the antioxidants that are in our products, natural from the plant, not artificial ones, you know, if there's, um, that can't be duplicated by synth- synthesizing it in mm-hmm. a lab and then mass production. Um, but it, we actually then, these antioxidants, actually send out signals to send uh, repair cells to damaged cells so we can help proliferate and migrate the cells that are necessary to to heal and restore. And we said, you know, we're like, well, okay, but how do we know this? I mean, you just can't say it. We had to go to universities to find out that we were effective against these bacteria and at what Mm -hmm. levels and stuff. How do you prove in a lab that you're going to migrate fibroblast cells to a site? So we found a lab here in Kansas City called Licarda. And Dr. Stenelbittle, Lisa Stenelbittle. And we were in the incubator at KU. Bioscience, Technology, and Business Center. And this was after you kind of got the thumbs up from the university professional. Right. Then you knew you... Right. And then we were asked to join the incubator uh, across from KU Med Center um, by Dr. Uh, Frank Cruz, uh, not Dr. Frank Cruz, but Frank Cruzy, who was the, the lead there. And he said, you guys need to be in our incubator because then you were, were put with all these really great researchers and, and it was just amazing. We were right down the street from you, right across from KU Med. Oh, this? Oh, KU Med yeah. here. Right? Yeah, yeah, Bioscience okay. Technology Business Center. It was called BTBC and at, at the time. And now they've developed a, a large campus, uh, Bioscience Technology Business Center, over on the Lawrence campus as well. And and they're concentrating different things in in our, our building. Where, but we, we were in that building for 10 years. 10 years. 10 years. Right down the street yeah. from you. 
Okay. And so at that time, uh, La Carta was in the same building with us. And, and so that's the idea of having an incubator innovation center based on science, you know, in our medical area, that you get to meet these people and you get to work with them. And, and, and so they developed the study of how to measure the effectiveness of our formulation on damaging fibroblast cells. And fibroblast cells are the healing cells. They're part of the, the matrix that repairs cells. And they're sent- that, that, that repair tissue. Human tissue is damaged. In order for it to heal, the fibroblast has to come and reform the matrix that becomes skin. So any tissue that's damaged throughout the body, part of the healing process is maintaining the health of the fibroblast. Well, all the medicaments and, and the state-of-the-art of, of treating periodontal disease in dentistry was treated with uh, a chemical called CHX, chlorhexidine gluconate. And we studied that chemical against triology and its effectiveness of killing the pathogens, killing the germs, and maintaining the health of the fibroblast. Bringing the fibroblast to the site, actually calling it, which is amazing when you think about how powerful plant compounds are, that they can actually, these antioxidants can trigger the signal to tell the immune system, send fibroblast cells to the site. And when they get there, we protect it while other products immediately kill them. So the study results showed we were as effective as any medicament, including chlorhexidine gluconate, at killing pathogens. We're up there with all the good killers. But the only we were the only substance studied that could maintain the health, migrate and proliferate these fibroblasts so they can come and heal tissues. So we have, I always call it smart bomb technology. We can go out there and kill the bad guys and not kill the good guys. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is just like the, the Listerine complex, mm-hmm. we call it. Kills 99% of all germs. They kill 99% of, of everything. everything. And it totally wipes out the microbiome, which is required to be in a balanced state to be healthy and to heal. So we simul- this is our unique selling proposition. And this is why we got our patents, because we're the only product out there, either in the consumer field, medical field, or dental field, that's killing the pathogens effectively while protecting the fibroblasts for healing. So you get both. You get the best of both. Mm-hmm. And our dental clients, when we went into the dental business, started asking us, this really works, but it really works better than anything we've ever seen before. Why is that? And we couldn't really give them a good answer. Well, it's great because we made it because it's triology. <laughs> what are you going to say? One step better right. than biology. That only goes so far. So they wanted to know. And that's when we did commission uh, La Carta for uh, our research partner to do the research. And they did clinical study and then they wrote it up. And what I've oh, had, that's the one oh, so you that would have done at KU. Uh, by, the study the study was done at KU. Yes. Oh, okay. No, the study was not done at KU. It was done by LaCarta. LaCarta, who was connected with In KU. the incubator system. Okay, they system. were connected, but yeah. at KU, you spent time developing the formula then? We developed a formula before we got to KU. Okay. Because yeah. we'd worked with another university. Yes. Okay. Big Ten University. Big Ten University. <laughs> you know, it's so weird how the legal things about it is. If you don't okay. pay the fees uh, up I get front, it. we paid for the. We, you know, we paid our bills. We paid for the study. We own the study and all this, but they said 
you don't have the right to mention our name. Right. So, okay, fine. So th- that's what we say about leading Midwest University, Big Ten University. Yeah. I could probably give some other clues, but no, it's okay. enough it's is okay. enough. We, we don't need, we don't need <laughs> a letter. That, what I've handed you there, Michael, is a uh-huh. peer-reviewed, and that's important, distinction. It's a peer-reviewed, published study in the journal Dentistry, which is a upper-tier, top-tier dental journal, and panels of dentists have to review these studies and concur with the study protocol with the results in order to get it published. And we were successful. And this has been published in the peer-reviewed journal, Dentistry, on our results. And they concurred that we are equal to any medicament in dentistry or medicine in killing the pathogens, but we're the only ones that maintain the survival of the fibroblasts to accelerate healing. So then we went to... Um, Posenelli, I'm sure you've heard of probably mm-hmm. Posenelli. Yeah. And uh, Pat Woolley was our attorney, is our attorney, and um, they started work on the patents. And so we, we filed the first one, and they worked really hard because at the time we were going after this, um, they were not doing patents, awarding patents on things of nature. Oh, really? Because you can't patent nature. It's not unique. Yeah. Everybody has a right to that. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so they said, oh, don't be very optimistic because ever <laughs> since someone patented DNA, or, you know, when it first came out, they thought they could, they unraveled the DNA. It's like, hey, we can patent this, you know. And, and they said, no, that's, you know. <laughs> anyway, so then it was nothing's going to be patented. If, if it's in nature, you can't patent it, you know. Probably a smart call. Probably so. <laughs> but because ours is such a synergistic union mm-hmm. that it changes the compound. So we're actually creating something new in, in this formula mm-hmm. that we not only got three patents, but they also awarded the claim oral wound healing agent. You said only. How many were you applying for? We only applied for three. Oh, t- but, <laughs> so but, you got the... You got but, you know, we could have stopped with one, you know, but, it, but it's <laughs> okay. like, you okay. know, no, you know, we can get um, different different degrees. So the first one's very broad. The second one is very specific. For example, it says, you know, a, a, a grass. And then it goes into like, a page of all the different grasses that mm. you can't use in, in a, a comparable formulation oh, wow. without violating the formula. Wow. So no grass of any kind can you put in a, in a product that's looking similar to ours. So that's how the patents work. You know, it's kind of like uh-huh. you know. And then our third patent was actually um, a different one that was strictly for healing. Um, <coughs> and they were sure we wouldn't get that one because of you know, the compounds that were being used. And uh, we got that one, too. So we're, we're happy to have the three formula, three uh, patents that we have. And, um, and so Pat Woolley and, and his team have been a great, great job on uh, helping us protect our, our formulation. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we go local whenever we can. And I'm very like proud of the, of the people that have part, you know, partnered with us in our, our effort to get this product formulated and, and manufactured. Uh, Mazers are, are 
our manufacturer, so we do a third-party manufacturing. And we met them in another incubator program, and that was um, Fast Track, and it's on the Missouri side. And so we... Uh, yeah, that was part of the, the Kauffman Foundation uh, incubator, and as Jan said, Fast Track, which was designed to help businesses uh, formulate and write uh, a business plan. And we, that was in the early, early days yeah. of, of our effort. And one of the speakers at uh, one of our sessions in Fast Track was uh, Ralph Mazer, Mazer Industries. And uh, we became acquainted and, and we talked afterwards. And he had some kind of a spiritual connection he felt happen because he said, I know I'm going to be working with you one of these days. And how, how long was it after that? Uh, we met in November, and by February we were sitting down in their offices discussing our formula <laughs> at that time. And so they were a small kind of um, manufacturer for boutique manufacturing. Yeah. Okay. And, and so when uh, we went to meet with Ralph and uh, way out there, where were they? They were in Stillwell, seemed Kansas. Like, seemed like it was in heart. Hardly in this part of the country drove so far, but it really wasn't that far if you got used to it. But we're sitting there and we're talking about it. And Carol um, Mazur, his wife, she walks back in from a meeting that she'd been at and she glances over. And, and so Ralph introduces us and she said her first thought was, we're never going to work with these people. <laughs> because, well, we had come in and, in business suits. You know, uh-huh. and, and we're walking into a manufacturer who are working on the floor, oh. and and she just just like well, they're gonna just work non-relatable, <laughs> exactly. You <laughs> <I> know, <can't. laughs> and so, but um, they've been so helpful to us. You know, I mean, Ralph and I have have stood over the lab, in the lab over these small little batches, and we still formulate. I mean, we still to this day are always looking at the next product, and we have a couple that are in that process right now that we're working on that'll hopefully come to market here this year. So not that anyone can because you have the patent, but did anyone come along and try to, you know, copycat or did anyone catch wind that, hey, there's two people in the Midwest that have a pretty darn good solution. Did word (laughs) get out and did other people, you know, start to get crafty? You know, it's, it's so far, no. Okay. But... On the marketing side, without naming names, uh, we've we've uh, had discussions and meetings with various pharmaceutical companies on potential relationships and possible partnerships, and uh, they they have stolen some of our marketing, but not our product, not our formulation, right. which is good. I mean that's pretty solidly protected. But mm-hmm. so so far, no, we're. Uh, you know, Blue Ocean Strategy is a business book out there where uh, you try to achieve that, uh, and it's basically where you're you're in a space where there is no competition. It's not that there's not like competitive medicines, there's not competitive uh, consumer oral health products, but there's nobody doing what we're doing, well, which is uniquely. Again, I have to keep repeating it, but it's what we do: kill the bad guys while we accelerate healing simultaneously. Yeah. And part of that is because any pharmaceutical company that wants to work with us um, wants to take our formula 
mimic it in a lab and turn it mm -hmm. into a synthetic mm -hmm. and then package it. Mm -hmm. And it won't do what the product does when it's in its natural compound. And so, you know, each time it's taking what we know works and then trying to make it into a man-made product that we, we can't say that our research works on a man-made product as a, as a man-made version, mm -hmm. you know. Um, one, and of the, the, one of the strengths, really, of our plant-based formulation is the body recognizes it. It is specifically bioavailable, but that means the body recognizes it as useful or friendly. It can accept it, and, and it can use those building blocks that we provide, that we supplement saliva with, for example, with extra building blocks to maintain balance and health. And if necessary, if it's out of balance when you when you first introduce trilogy, it will fight. It well, it's will. like Legos, it sounds like. Your body is almost the other piece, and right. your product is one of the main Lego that needs to get in there. Right. Um, and it sounds like the body, along with your formula, you keep bringing up the compound and the matrix, the matrix and the yeah. compound and the healing right. and the compound. So it sounds like the body activates these chemicals in your product that together can create this, what you're calling it a matrix, but it's a healing. Yes. That fibro. Yeah, the fibroblasts are, fibroblast the, are the specific tissue. cells yeah. that contribute yeah. to building so that unique. matrix. It sounds like, it, like, like you said, um, you know, no, no, no medicant. What was the word you used? Medicament. Medicament. I like that word. That's my new word. Medicament. <laughs> what does that mean? Does that just mean, means medicinal? Medicine? Yes. Uh -huh. Any medicament. Um, but nothing really else mimics that. Right. Type of reanimating, right? Except the T one thousand, the Terminator. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Well, yeah, and what you like we, that one, Tim. <laughs> and what we always say is, like we don't heal. Only the body can heal. And so we aid the body in doing what the body naturally is created to mm -hmm. do, and that's heal itself. Yeah. You know, so we're not out there saying, you know, hey, use this drug and it's going to heal you. Uh, no, the body needs certain things to stay healthy, mm -hmm. and they're not found in in you know a man-made ingredient. Well, it, you know you can hearing the Dale's backstory about his past, your your past. You, um, I lost my my main point there, but he already learned, you, thank and, you. and that played thank a you. big role in our formulation yeah. because of his background. In the vitamin program. Yeah, thank you, Janice. Yes, you were already orientated that, that we way. We already thinking. knew, and we had sat down with this doctor several times, and just the stories he could tell us about nutrition. Yeah, we had a great launch pad of, to go into to researching what to put together. Um, you know, it's kind of interesting, too, about our products being plant-based, and some of them are even whole plant technology, like like the wheatgrass Janice was mentioning. Oh, and by the way, anybody with gluten concerns, they think they hear wheat, they think they have to back off. Ours are certified gluten-free because our wheatgrass is harvested at the joint before the grain is formed. Sprouts. So we get all, all the benefit of the product, all the potential of the product with none of the negatives. There is no grain whatsoever, no gluten concerns. So you're getting all the healing power and all the potential powerful benefits of wheatgrass 
uh, which are many, mm-hmm. with no gluten concern. Like but, Janice says, they're going to cut that off at the sixth inch right. yeah. mark before yeah. it has right. a chance to germ- before the, germinate. Before that sprout. joint, and after yeah. that mm-hmm. joint is where the, mm-hmm. the grain comes in, yes. Mm-hmm. So what I was going to mention is because we are a plant-based formulation, plants have to mutate and evolve. And I know mutation, people know what that means these days because of the COVID pandemic. We're getting all these variants the Omicron, or the, the brand new one now is uh, XBB 1.5, which is the dominant variant, particularly on the East Coast, but it's spreading and in, in other parts of the world as well. And it'll continue to uh, evolve, mutate. Well, plants have to evolve and mutate to survive. The ones that don't die. So because they're in a constant state of mutation for survival, that's a benefit we get by using plant-based formulation because yeah. we're getting the best that nature can give us because it's always going to mutate because we're designed to survive. Plants are designed to survive. Mm-hmm. We're going to get that strength, and it's going to go into our product, whereas pharmaceuticals, they want to synthesize. That's going to stay the same. It's never going to mutate as well as the body doesn't recognize as bioavailable anyways. Mm-hmm. Our products do. They do mutate. We have the same formulation, but because nature is what it is, it's designed to survive and thrive, we get the benefit of that every time we have a new batch. So, for That's example, cool. you know, if you're, if you're using a product that is spread with, an, you know, a pesticide, the plant doesn't have to protect itself because it's been spread with, with a pesticide, so the insects aren't going to eat it. Same thing with, you know, um, you know, fertilizers. It doesn't have to be the strongest out there fighting for its life because it's going to get fed these, these artificial foods to make it grow a bigger crop, um, have larger soybeans. Mm-hmm. You know, chicken breasts are now as big as turkeys. Right. You know, they don't get that way naturally. Right. You know, but when you use organics, and that's what we do, is we use the organics, it's on its own. You live or die based on mm-hmm. your own ability mm-hmm. as a plant to survive. So, like, we use only the glacier field wheatgrass because it's extremely nutrient because it carried down all that, that nutritional topsoil, and then it stopped, and then it melted. And that's where Pines International gets their wheatgrass grown in, is these glacier fields in the Midwest. Uh, our peppermint comes from Oregon. We know where our plants come from. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, we know whether they're organic or not. We're not guessing, you know, where our plant comes from. And we have the lot number, so we can always trace back to where we bought it from to find out, you know, even the season it was grown in. What wow. were the temperatures? What really? were the rain? Yeah. I mean, it's all documented when you get into organics. Wow. Okay, so you have this product that has all these benefits, and then 2020 happens, COVID happens, <laughs> and here you are, gun in hand. That's yeah, true. We we and, and we started getting questions. Our dentist, Was it like, were you guys just like, wait a minute, hold on, we have something that it might our, help us all. Our, our dentists are asking us, uh, and, and our, some of our investors are asking us, would this possibly be of any benefit against COVID? Because COVID was everything and every, that's all you heard about. 
And we couldn't say. We had other testing shown we were an antiviral. We're not only antibacterial, we're antiviral as well. Mm-hmm. But COVID is caused by SARS-CoV-2. That's a particular bacteria that, the particular virus that virus, causes yeah. COVID. We didn't know. So we, there's only a very few labs in the country that are authorized to test SARS-CoV-2 because of its virulence. So the government tightly mm-hmm. controlled that. We went to one of those labs and we had... Well, let me give credit to LaCarta again. Okay. I, I mean, you know, nobody gets to where we're at without a huge team sure. pushing us up. We didn't know where a lab was that could test specifically mm-hmm. against SARS-CoV-2 because, you know, it's so highly contagious. Most labs mm-hmm. don't have enough filters and stuff to keep it contained. When it was so new, it still is new. Right. Yeah. In terms of it. Did- so yeah. I, I reached out to Dr. Lisa Stenobiddle again. I said, do you know of a lab? And she says, well, there's only like six in the nation that really would qualify. Mm-hmm. And so she said, check with this one if they're not too busy, because I mean, they're being flooded with other companies that are trying to get testing as well, you know, to see if their products were effective. But without Lisa, we wouldn't have known where to go. No, that's right. So uh, this lab's in Virginia, and maybe we're not supposed to mention the name, so we won't. But anyhow. Well, it's in all of our literature, though. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we go, and we send Triology to be tested against SARS-CoV-2, and it's very expensive. That's another reason why most companies oh don't God. test against it. So well, I can tell you, it costs $10,000 for one test. Per test. Of SARS-CoV-2. So anyways, we have it tested, and we wait the appropriate period of time, and we get results, and they send them back to us. And it was shown that we were 99.92% effective against SARS-CoV-2. Wow. And 99.92. How long did it take to get those results? Oh, it took nine, uh, ten weeks. Yeah, that so, seems fast. Yeah, but it well, was. Well, it seemed like a creeping was, right was, when it, you're and trying. It, to, yeah. and it was excruciating <laughs> for, for, for us. You guys. And then, uh, well, then the next step came was that um, the Biosciences and Technology Center has a newsletter, and so uh, we were written up in the newsletter of this testing, and then Startland a great publication for innovators. Uh, they picked up the story, and then they interviewed us and wrote a story about us. And then one of the local TV channels, which one was it? Uh, KCTV5. They reached out and said, we want to do a story. And then things went crazy for a while. Yeah, they did the, they did the story, uh, and uh, they interviewed us and, and uh, Dr. James Elias. He's one of our board members and one of our early adopters, dentists, and one of our biggest believers uh, for dental professionals in triology, uh, and Janice, and uh, TV5 came in, did a, an interview with us at the BTBC, and shortly thereafter, it was just an explosion of, of business because we were out there, and we were an effective agent against something that everybody was scared to death of, and it was still fairly new at that time. So COVID gave you a lot of new exposure. Yes. It really expanded your reach and kind of gave you a new audience and yes. new eyes and ears. Yes, and it's still, of course, to this day, part of our, our marketing, of course, in, in our materials. And when we talk to new dentists and, and consumers as well, that we're still in in that ball game. Uh, we've got some information here from, uh, from the Center for Disease Control and the EPA talking about 
genetic changes to the viruses do not impact the efficacy of disinfectants, of which we are one. Viruses can be killed by disinfectants because their basic properties and the recent mutations to the SARS-CoV-2 have not changed these physical features. So it just they're just confirming that yes, we can still be effective. So we can kill it on surfaces, we can kill it on your hands, on your face, but more importantly, our product, unlike a Lysol or alcohol, our product can be used inside the mouth safely. So your product works externally as well? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a lot of stories about that. Yeah, we have hundreds of anecdotal uh, examples of uh, external wound healing, disinfecting and wound healing uh, using triology. When you Tell think about one. skin is skin. You know, whether it's in your mouth or it's on your hands, skin is skin. Mm -hmm. um, largest organism, right? Yes. Yeah. Isn't it? And I've got yeah. one, Michael, I can show you as well as tell you about. <laughs> well, and, and again, this is me, one of the, the foundation, <laughs> one of the trilogy founders, so maybe not be credible, but we know it's, it's the absolute truth, but we have plenty of independent ones. But I had, uh, was diagnosed with melanoma on top of my head uh, recently, and at KU, uh, they did a procedure to uh, the Mohs surgery, M-O-H-S, Mohs surgery to, to cut it out mm -hmm. and test it and make sure we got clear mm -hmm. margins. And they did. It was very successful. They got the cancer. Okay. And then uh, the closer, closing procedure was going to be extensive and require a, uh, a large incision around the entire back of my head in order to have the doctor be able to pull the skin together properly for, for stitching and healing. And as she was prepping me for, the, for that part of the procedure, the, the closing part, I was jokingly said, don't you have some putty or something? Because this hole on the top of my head was as big as one and a half golf balls. What? And it was down so deep. I never knew this before. There's a layer of fat that's on top of your skull, part of the protective layer, and then skin and hair. Well, they took the skin down all the way to that fatty layer above the, the skull. It was measurably and visibly deep. You know, like a two and a half inch and, hole? And big as a yeah. golf ball and a half, because that's how we measured it. And it was gigantic. And so I kidded with the doctor, because I, I wasn't looking forward to the, the closing procedure. And I said, don't you have some putty or something you can put in there and it'll just heal over time? And she giggled, because she knew I didn't, I was a little afraid of what she was about to do to me. And she says, well, yes, we do have an alternative. Uh, and we do it successfully all the time, she reassured me. And it was called healing by granulation, which they don't sew it up. They let it heal on its own. Oh. And we just treat it every day. And the prescribed treatment, believe it or not, is with Vaseline. Just add Vaseline Keep every day. Yeah. Moist. And, and it'll heal. Well, this was done on Veterans Day, uh, November the 11th. Oh, wow. Okay, you're show, you showing me the top of his head, right his here. crown. Yeah. You have a, a small red blotch. It's about an inch long, about a half a centimeter wide. It's completely filled in. It's what they call healed. It'll heal some more, and it'll turn more natural. It'll uh -huh. go back to skin color and so forth. But Is it anyhow, sensitive when you touch it? Not sensitive. It's not sensitive? We up? treated it daily with triology. It disinfected it, which was important have no infection whatsoever, and we didn't have one day of infection, and accelerated the healing time. 
How did you put it on there? Just rub it, drip it, Jan- blot Janice, it. Janice was my. How do you? How did Janice you? Janice is my uh, caregiver. You know, there we have spray bottles. Okay. We have a one ounce spray bottle. So you say, "Come here, Dale," and you spray and, his and head. So yeah, you know, I'd spray it and let it sit, and it would foam generally. Okay. And then, um, you know, just kind of blot it a little bit so the Vaseline would stick, and you know, we have a Dale has a, a golf friend. Um, that had the same thing done, very same spot, um, five years ago, and he has a hole. It healed, but it he got healed, a big hole. But, but the tissue okay. never regenerated up to the level. And so we have the, the mine, comparison. Mine's coming like, all the way back up to love. You know, this is what Dell's did with trilogy, and this is. Have what, you tested this again on other on minor minor wounds oh or my other God. things? Oh my goodness! Have you? Oh yeah. Yeah. We we have. People we've known have, people we don't know have. So tell what happened. So you cut yourself yeah. in the kitchen Cuts. or, you, Great. you know, I got this thing okay. on my shit. I ran well, into a Well, here's one more story. And again, it's from the okay. other founder. Okay. Janice, tell them your oven story. Okay. I like well, an oven story. I love to cook. Okay. And, and so I had a, a dish going that you put under the broiler at uh-huh. a certain stage in the cooking. And so it's a, you know, it's a cast iron skillet with, without a padded handle of any kind. So I, I take it out from under the broiler, put it up on the stove to continue the process of, of the cooking. I need to turn the pan, and I don't pick up the hot pad. Oh. <laughs> and, and so as soon as I put my hand on the cast iron handle, uh. I immediately knew uh. I was in trouble. And so I grabbed it off, and I walked over to the drawer because I have a drawer full of Trilogy products for <laughs> stupid things like I do, and started spraying it. And so uh, then I poured some in a bowl, and I soaked my hand in that. And as long as I had it in the bowl, no pain at all. Wow. No pain at all. So that, and so immediately it blistered up. I had three huge blisters on my hand, and, and I thought, oh, they're going to they're gonna pop. They're so mm-hmm. deep, I probably should go to the ER. But I thought, no, you know, I'm going to try what I'm doing here. <laughs> so I literally kept it in a dish of trilogy until I went to bed. And then I'd wake up during the night when it started hurting, and I'd just spray it. And I'd go right back to sleep. The next morning when I woke up after doing this the night before, the blisters had reattached to the skin beneath them. What? They never broke. I never scarred. They didn't bubble up bigger? No, they, they literally went down and reattached to the skin that they'd separated from. Well, that's unheard of for a this, burn. This was a 400-degree handle. It was 500 when it came out. And then she grabbed <laughs> it with her bare hand. Yeah. And, and, and we all know when you get burned, you know immediately that's that's a, that's a two-week sentence You can't right undo there. it. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> well, the same thing is like I am notorious for I love pizza. Uh-huh. And I always want to take that first bite before it's cool <laughs> enough for my mouth to tolerate. And then I have a burn on the top of my and mouth. And it ruins your whole meal because you can't taste the rest of the well, food. Well, <laughs> but if I spray it immediately with trilogy, <laughs> then it heals so quickly. The pain's gone. The skin doesn't fluff off because, you know, it just is amazing what it does for the human body. But uh, Dr. James Elias, he's a retired dentist, and he loves to fish. Now, live on the lake. And so he's down there barefoot fishing off his dock. <laughs> and he's got his knife out, his fillet knife, uh-huh. and drops it. And it goes right uh, point down through his foot into the deck. Oh, gosh. After he'd been cleaning fish with it. <laughs> so it was pretty gross. And so he 
pulls the knife out of the dock and out of his foot, grabs the trilogy out of his fishing kit, and starts spraying it with trilogy. It healed perfectly. No infection, no inflammation. Wow, so, that is amazing. But, but uh, in the manufacturing, we were just told uh, a few days ago that they were manufacturing um, an a ingredient of, that was in, they go, they're in glass oh, jars. Salsa. The salsa. And every once in a while, when the salsa hits the jar, the bottom will just break out. Glass jar. Because, you know, so anyway, but one of the workers, uh, she's holding the jar and she's pouring the salsa in, and it does. It just breaks out, and this hot salsa then runs over on her, her hand, and immediately she goes over and she rinses her hand, and the second she's, she does is immediately starts applying trilogy. Wow. You know, and they use it in the manufacturing plant all the time. So, you know, everything between... Um, Teething gums for babies. It is one of the best things if you have a teething baby because the in the wheat compound and the aloe vera, there's pain inhibitors. Really? Yes. And so, you know, a teething baby or um, cancer patients, some of the cancer patients get this terrible thrush, and it's an imbalance the microbiome because of the drugs that they're giving trying to kill out the cancer cells. Um, you, they're hospitalized. You know, they can't continue their chemo until they can get the, th the thrush under control. And we have, you know, so many patients that use our product to control their thrush. Does it work on animals? It does. Now, a lot of people are concerned about the uh, xylitol that's in the product, and we've asked several veterinarians about this. And they all say, you know, if they took the bottle and drank the whole thing, mm -hmm. but the amount of xylitols in our products and the, and the amount that they would, would ingest won't hurt them. We used to uh, brush our, we had two little Italian greyhound dogs, and we would freshen their breath oh and brush God. their teeth with our products all the time. So we had the and spray. They were fine. For That's years one thing years. I thought of because you know there's a lot of small breed do well dogs in general who have periodontal disease. Yes, absolutely. And you know you you hear it a lot. Oh yeah, he only has four teeth because right. this breed loses their oh, teeth after right. after year six. That, the teeth right. start to go. You know, that's or, right. This is a Chihuahua, and their teeth are notorious for. Right. It's like, you well, know, are they? Or, you, know? you know, interesting enough that the bacteria that cause periodontal disease disease are. What they call them, you have a good term for that, when they move from people to people in community. Oh, they're communicable. Communicable. Another word for you. Oh. Meaning that you don't keep the disease to yourself. And uh, we were talking to a hygienist, and her son went off to KU to go to college. And when he got there, he adopted a big American bulldog. You know, where he got from, who knows. But anyway, so he comes back at Christmas time, and he's just got this terrible inflammation and bleeding gums. And, you know, um, and come to find out, they traced it back to the dog. And he was sleeping with this big dog, you know, just licking him and, you know, <laughs> his best friend. And he caught his periodontal disease from the dog. So, um, okay, another communicable story, the au pair story. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dr. Charles Cobb uh, used to teach out the, the 
dental school before he retired, and he was telling us a story about one of his students, and she and her husband had an 18-month-old little girl. And the, the dental student was, was telling him, she goes, you know, she seems to be getting gum disease at 18 months. And he goes, bring her in. You know, and, and so she brings the little, the little baby in, and sure enough, she's got gum infection at 18 months of age. 18 months? Of age. There's no age restriction on gum disease. And so, you know, the dental student didn't have inflammation or any type of disease. The husband didn't. And he says, who's caring for this baby? And they had an au pair that was from an, a third world country that was living with them to caring for their daughter. And they brought her in for an examination and she had oral disease rampant. And she, through her interaction with the child, kissing, possibly sharing things orally, even spraying saliva accidentally, is a communicable transmission of these bacteria and pathogens that cause periodontal disease. Hey, excuse my ignorance. I'm the only one in the room without children, probably. How old are children when they get teeth? Um, eight? Average eight months to, to ten months. Eight to ten? Yeah, year, year, two years. Okay. So this child likely had some teeth already mm-hmm. in. and Okay. Yeah. And there's a difference between the tooth decay and the gum disease. Tooth decay is caused by what's called gram-posy bacteria. It likes sugar. It has to have oxygen. Gram-negative bacteria goes beneath the gum line in, that, in those pockets along the line, the sides of the teeth, and they're called anaerobic. They're gram-negative. They don't need oxygen, so they can hide in the crevices. Okay. And so they're the ones that cause the inflammation. Trology works for both teeth and soft tissues because xylitol is so extremely effective at keeping the gram-positive bacteria in bay because... Um, Xylitol can't be digested, where sugar is easily digested by bacteria. So that's, that's what I was going to ask you. Xylitol is a sweetener? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. And yeah. generally speaking, the vast majority of xylitol is manufactured from corn. Okay. And 90% of the corn in the United States and possibly throughout the world is genetically modified, GMO. Right. Because we don't have GMOs in our product, we don't use the cheaper corn-based xylitol. We use the birch hardwood xylitol, so it is not genetically modified whatsoever. Okay. Yeah. But in Europe, they don't use fluoride to harden right. teeth. Right. They only use they, xylitol. They take the fluoride pills when they're children. And... Yeah. But they only use xylitol in their oral care products in Europe. Here in the United States, everything's full of fluoride. Well, it's, it's a... Yeah. yeah. Going back to politics and right. well, exactly. pharmaceutical companies and marketing and right. whatever. And, you know, right. just like with the American Dental Association, you know, they give the seal of approval because, after all, they're American Dental Association. $14,000 and fluoride in your product will get you a seal. Okay. Needless to say, we don't have one. <laughs> well, uh, you. you know, and other products that... You know, we talk to innovators and stuff, and they don't get it either because if you're not putting fluoride in your product, you can't have the American Dental Seal, American Dental Association Seal. And, and so it makes it very difficult for innovators like ourselves and others 
to develop and get to market products that Americans have been told you trust the seal of approval, and yet they won't recognize xylitol over fluoride. So, it, you know, it makes it more difficult. But, you know, we are ahead of our time. We were in 2000 when we started doing our research. We've been ahead of, the, of our time, especially when we opened up the first non-dental mouth care center in the United States. You know, there's actually now out in California some of that, that took off after our model and actually have operations there that are non, non-dental. So but we were the first. Um, but even today, we're still ahead of our time because the vast majority of people think it's still safe to use those products that are on the shelves. And by, you know, a great big tube of, of toothpaste, it's cheap. As a marketer, advertiser, business owner, I like the idea of a of a of a oral mouth of a med spa, of an oral med spa. That's cool. You know, because when you think about it, we have med spas for basically every other part of the body. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Except for the mouth. That's if you right. want something cosmetically done to the mouth, you go to the dentist. Sure. If you want something med- uh, medically done to the mouth, you go to a dentist or a specialist. Yeah. You don't okay. really, yeah. We don't have that. Um, like yeah. you're saying, not licensed, you know, a third run by business owners, not doctors. Yeah, and we're using only products that are safe, mm-hmm. you know, so you know you're not doing anything that's going to damage. But we also offered um, from elbow to fingertip uh, massages while they were in the chair getting their service done because stress can be very harmful to the microbiome, and mm-hmm. we didn't want them to have stress. We wanted them to <laughs> totally nice. relax. Um but did you ever watch the series uh, Silicon Valley? I have not. <laughs> well, as an innovator, you know, Dale and I have just finished watching it. And the commonality between startup to startup, I don't care if it's, it's you know, tech world mm-hmm. to our world, the, the cycles you go through of, of, you know, you're ahead of your time. And now, 20 years later? We're still a little ahead of our time, mm-hmm. you know, but the fundraising and the investors and the marketing and I mean, just it's it's a really good one, especially in your industry. Mm-hmm. I think you'd really enjoy it. Um, but it's, it's like, you know, yeah, we'll be an overnight success someday. 30 years probably <laughs> <laughs> after we lost, you know, because I think that's when it's finally going to catch up with, with the American public and around the world, that we've got to be healthier. Not only our planet needs to be healthier, our products need to be healthier. We can't keep polluting. And when you think about what you spit into the sink when you're using a a common toothpaste or mouthwash, knowing it's going to go back into the water system, and it's going to impact our environment, and it does every Mm -hmm. day. And we have billions of people around the world doing it. You know, it's part of, let's clean up the planet. All right, let's talk about that because you guys did something that really has me curious. You tested all the toothbrushes. We did. We did. I want to. I want to hear this story. I want okay. to hear the results. I want to hear the curious things that were discovered along the way. I want to know what brands to buy, the shapes. <laughs> well, this was, of course, back in two thousand and four. <laughs> okay. So there's well, been a lot right. of improvements on toothbrushes, but we would test one half of the mouth. Okay. Okay, and if the whole thing was recorded on the inner oral camera, and so you know we had we had markers so we could visibly mark 
where beforehand there was, there was a lot of plaque. And, and so we'd find another area on the other side of the mouth that had a matching amount of plaque, which was never hard. Okay. And take another type of toothbrush and then do the same procedure, the same amount of time, you know. Um, and, you know, we would know then, oh, well, this toothbrush moves on, this one moves out, you know. Uh, are you right-handed? I am. Okay. When you start brushing your teeth, which side do you go to first? Left. Of course. It's just comfortable. <laughs> do you know you do a better job brushing the teeth on the left side of your mouth than you do on the right side of your mouth? By a lot. By a lot is right. Because of your, the angle. Yeah, you're just your familiarity with going in that direction. Uh-huh. And the fact that we have very limited focus time. So by the time you're halfway through brushing, you already lost focus on what you're doing, and you just want to get on to the next step. Because you want to get out the door, you want to do whatever you got to do. So you turn it and you go back here. Now you're backwards, and you don't spend as much time, and you don't do as good a job. And if you really want to do a great job, then you you know rinse your brush, and apply Reapply. more, and do the other half, and then go electric. That's right. And, and do electric. Oh, by far. I go in first with a manual. Okay. <laughs> you know, do the manual for a good minute. Then I like to, you know, rinse, like you said. Then I go in with the electric yeah. to really refine it. You yeah. could coach. It's a process I get pretty you obsessed about. Yeah. You could coach the procedure. <laughs> well, you know. Could I? Yeah. yeah. I, I, so, like, when you said that, I was like, this is the best thing yeah. ever. You guys did all the homework for me. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I'm at CVS, just, okay, I'll buy these four. See which one, all right, you know. Yeah. Well, and don't use I like the Oral-B, the yes. electric, by the way. Yes. I, I think the round. Yeah. I think if the dentist is going to use round, why, why okay. am I using oval if but, but, the dentist has round? But isn't it funny? I'm on, I'm on a tear right now. I'm excited. How often do you use that round top? Uh, once a day. No, only on the surface that's your biting surface. Because well, they show the commercial that's coming down over your tooth, and it's round, right. is, you know, so it's getting the biting surface. You can't use that on the side of your teeth. It has to be a 45-degree angle. You want those bristles to go slightly below the gum line to remove the plaque that's slightly below. So you can't use it at a 50-degree angle. you got to go 45 to get that. I the, see. Flare them out. Well, isn't that what flossing is for, though, to, to get below the gums? I'm talking about the surface of the tooth, not oh, between okay. the teeth. Okay. But right on the surface of the tooth, you want to flare it out. So they're actually flared out f- more flat mm-hmm. and then gently go right below the gum line to get the, the plaque buildup right below the gum line. Okay. And if and if you do fifty degree, then they're not going below the gum line. They're going on the gum, and you're literally wearing your gums off along the gum line. So you're saying by just going flush against the the tooth of the gum, I'm like kind of just rubbing the dirt into my gum and teeth, as opposed to down and away. Yeah. yeah bevel it like a bevel mm-hmm. angle, and that will clean it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, flossing between the teeth, but. When you get along the tooth surface itself, back in and front, inside and out, you got a 45 degree angle. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And when we had our when we had our, our facility, uh, Oral B was one of our providers, and so their rep would come in and, and teach our staff the proper use of their product. And that's where I learned it from. Is oh, <laughs> it's from okay. Oral B actually. Well, you from the from you the, know, yeah from the. the you know, 
pros. But, yeah, but, in the, right. but in the commercial, they always just show you this nice round thing, sure. you know. And so, yeah, I just have to do it round, right? Just, uh-huh. But no, no, not properly. <laughs> you got to flare it out, bevel it, get gently below, and, and soft toothbrush. Oh, don't use a hard toothbrush. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> it, it has to kill your teeth. Yes. Well, it, I think it about can create what, damage. You're right. There's actually, only so much enamel. That's right. And you know. And you can damage the gums. You you irritate the gums. I used to have a, an electric toothbrush that had a sensor, and it would glow red if I pressed too hard. Yes. Um, we tested those. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. The, and it's a good reminder because yeah. I I will do everything a little too hard. Right. Um, you know. I'll, I don't know how many times I snapped a plastic fork eating a salad <laughs> in this very room and thinking, okay, well, maybe I need to slow down right. eating my salad because I have two prongs now on this fork. Right. You know, that's like a weekly yeah. thing, though. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But, you know, the body is a miracle. It, it really is. It's a miracle. And the teeth enamel does regenerate itself every single day, all day long. So if you don't have teeth enamel, it's because... Either you have dry mouth, and it happens by the time you get to 40, your saliva is declining, the nutrients in your saliva are declining, and you eventually will become uh, at a greater risk of getting mouth cancer because of the decrease in saliva and its compounds. So, um, but in healthy saliva, it bathes the tooth surfaces constantly with these great antioxidant and antimicrobial nutrients that's in the saliva. Mm -hmm. As we age, and for years ago, we don't know why, but as you age, well, there's a direct correlation between medication use (laughs) and dry mouth. Right. There's over 700 over-the-counter prescription products that dry the mouth. Yeah. And so if you're on an acne medication as a teenager... If you know if you have to have um, medications over the counter or a prescription for uh, painkillers, you know you're going to decrease your saliva, and so it increases the risk of more tooth decay, more gum disease, and a greater risk for cancer, oral cancer. What our products do, because the compounds were created to fill in the holes in saliva of the missing nutrients and compounds and uh, and even the moisture, the texture, is that of a texture of, of healthy saliva. So when you're using it, especially the dry mouth solution, it's bathing the, the gums and the teeth and everything just like it does if you have healthy saliva. That's one of our specific triology products, extreme dry mouth solution. Okay. So people that do have that issue, uh, we have a more viscous product, a more viscous version of the normal triology liquid product to address chronic dry mouth. Okay. And people that have, wear CPACs at night, you know, their mouth gets extremely dry from the, the dry oxygen. Is it a CPAC? Oh, right okay. Yeah. You know, uh, scuba divers, same thing. They, they get that dry oxygen in their mouth. And, it, you know, I'm not a scuba diver, but I'm told by scuba divers that our product really helps keep their mouth moisturized while they're diving. Uh, anybody that's got to be on oxygen, that it dries out the oral environment. So um, we try to address the needs of people. And then, and so we actually worked with a team of dentists in, uh, in a clinic out in Missouri, Independence, Missouri, called Dental Arts. 
And so they worked with us. Once we had our formula, then we said, can you help us put it into products that you need in your practice? And so we worked with Dr. Jeremy Bowen and Dr. Kirk Opdahl, and they really helped us. So they have, you know, syringes that have just the right formula in each of them, multiple different syringes for grafting and surgeries and, and extractions and, mm-hmm. you know. And then um, they said, well, we want uh, just a healing gel and just intense healing gel. So we have the restoring gel. Which is a, used for post-surgery application. So after they're done disinfecting and after they're done with, with the surgery, as Jan says, to, to really jumpstart Accelerate the like healing. Like your head. Yes, exactly. The restoring gel is designed for that. So they were the ones that, that said, you know, hey, put it in this in this type of, of uh, vehicle so we can deliver it where we want, how we want. Um, what are the different modalities that you have for delivery? Well, we have uh, syringes for clinicians with and without uh, blunt-in needles, depending on their usages. We have, of course, uh, various. It can be taken. Sub, it can be no, no, no. no. Not, not These for are blunt, okay. blunt in below the gum line. Okay. Yeah, and they'll put it into pockets. They'll put it into surgical sites, uh, but not as an, an injection needle. They're blunt in, so they don't penetrate the skin. They just specifically direct okay. the product to a. What happens if spot. you inject it subcutaneously? We've never tried that. Okay. Yeah, it's just, it just hasn't, want to? No. It just hasn't, hadn't been designed for that. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have not. You know, I've often wondered since everything that's in our product, the body has in, in itself. The body already has it there in a healthy body. Come up with something to fix my cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know about that. No, here's a serious question, though. We were talking before we started recording and we, I offered you a LaCroix, so sparkling water. You had mentioned that you almost exclusively drink seltzer water at home. We do. Is, that, is there a reason for that? Mm. Other than preference? Mine, a, a mine is, no, mine's not health-related. Okay. It's preference. Uh, just, so then let like me ask it. this. Will phosph- the phosphates in uh, carbonated water, will they hurt damaged teeth? Do those damage teeth? You know, I don't think so. I don't think so because... Again, the body's going to handle it. Yeah. And you know, unless you have a, a an oral issue mm-hmm. um, or a gut issue, I think they're just going to go right on through just fine. Just curious. Yeah. You know, but you were asking about the different ways it's delivered. Yeah. Sorry. So we have syringes, we have a treatment pen, and the product is is in the the pen. The pen itself has a very soft brush tip. Very soft, like think about like a nail polish applicator, okay? And you twist the bottom, and the gel goes up into this brush tip. And then surgeons will have them use this brush tip after surgery where they don't want them to brush at all because they don't want them disrupting the grafting Mm -hmm. or whatever, but they can just gently brush the trilogy gel across the surgery site. Okay. So that was a product that they asked us to develop, so we developed that for them. Uh, after developing that for them, then we realized what a great tool it is for after you eat, because it has this nice soft little brush tip, and you can just go right along and clean your teeth with the same product, mm. and, uh, and it cleans the breath. So it cleans the breath, 
and it removes these, you know, green salad bits from between your teeth. <laughs> you know, not bad. Um, then we have sprays. sprays. So we have an eight ounce spray, um, uh, two ounce, one ounce, both in the mouth, face, and hand guard product line, as well as in the just restoring product line. You said mouth, face, and hand? Mm hmm. Yes. That's what was developed out of the uh, COVID research because people were looking for hand sanitizers. Mm -hmm. They were all the rage. Uh, but also, it was quantified how many times people touch their face mm -hmm. in a day. It's a lot. Well, that's, if you have a pathogen on your hands, you transfer it to your face. Eventually, you're going to transfer it to your mouth, nose, eyes. So this product is called the, the mouse mouth, face, and hand guard, and it's, it's designed, it came out of the, the COVID research, and this is a, a one-ounce pocket spray, very small, can go into any mm -hmm. man's pocket or woman's Yeah, it looks purse. like a travel size, spray it in your mouth. That's it. Okay. Or if you had a cut or wound or a sore or whatever on the outside of your skin. And that tasted pleasant, it it's doesn't... It's fine, yeah. yeah. Speaking of sores, you know, the herpes virus is... Uh, one that once it's in your body, it's a virus. Once mm -hmm. it gets in your body, it never leaves your body. Mm -hmm. you, you know, we can't get rid of it. And people who have the cold sores or the fever sores, fever blisters, whatever they want to call them, it's from the herpes virus, and they live at the nerve endings. And then when people are under stress or immune compromised or um, a little under the weather, any time that the immune system is not par then these viruses think, hey, now's the time, because the immune system's not going to shut me down, I will come down and I'll blister on, around the lips with the intent that they're going to spread to other people. And that's the purpose of blisters, is that they will be able to be, you know, gradually spread to other people through saliva picking them so up. So that's the evolution of the disease. It's not just, it's not, it's not um, by default that it does that. It's doing that on purpose. Absolutely it is. So... Uh, our products can stop the activity of any fever blister or cold sore. Really? So you can eliminate the outbreaks 100% by using the products. And, um, you know, on your lips before you go to bed and in the morning when you get up, just put it on um, around your mouth and never have another outbreak. It will. I've never had a, a, a fever blister or a cold sore. I haven't either. But when I've seen them, you mm -hmm. know, and they look painful, and I hear they're painful, and it looks like a pimple. And it, let's say they can you take it mid? Um, it will shorten. It? Yeah. There you go. It so will if shorten. I, if someone has a cold sore but, and they. There's another, another but what interesting I've been told, thing. Not, not, not only is the answer yes, Michael, I think even more remarkably, oh, but that's pretty remarkable. But we've had people tell us they've used it on styes on their eye. Oh, I did. A sty on your eye. I did. An infection okay. you know, right on the eyelid, right near the eyeball, mm -hmm. and it really sore, red, swollen. Put it on it, and it mitigates it. And again, because it's completely it's organic, it's my, not going to hurt my eye. My daughter uh, had uh, my granddaughter four years ago, and shortly after birth, uh, she developed a case of baby acne, and uh, she had acne on her face, and part of the areas where she had acne break out was on her eyelids. So if you can imagine a brand new baby, and then their eyelids, about as delicate as you can ever be. Yeah. 
my daughter took her to the doctor and they gave her a medicament. She didn't like the sound of it, didn't like the composition of it. She said, Deb, what do you think about trying trilogy? I said, I think you should try it. She did, and it knocked it out. Wow. Yeah. Now, you're talking a newborn in an area on a newborn, which has got to be as sensitive and delicate mm-hmm. as it gets, the eyelid, and it handled it. Wow. That, that's, I know on the, on the podcast, it's not video, but that's the treatment pen Jan was describing. Okay. That's a little plastic cap that comes off, and that's the brush tip. And the barrel is filled with the Trilogy product, and it just screws from the bottom. Piston comes up and pushes the product up into the brush tip. So that's kind of like a preloaded toothbrush, or you can use it on things like we're just talking about fever blisters, canker sores in your mouth, on your cheek, a bite on your cheek, inside the mouth. They're excellent for all of those things. There's a doctor less than a mile from here who specializes in, in specialty eye diseases. I wish I didn't know this type of stuff, um, but I do. And so obviously you go out, uh, you are attracted to the um, to dent- dentistry, and that, it, that field and that industry, have you gone to the op- ophthalmology? You know, we have not, but... Because they're addressing only because, and I don't know, I don't know the field, um, but I have some knowledge of it. And I know that they address very, um, what can be really severe things. Uh, herpes would be one of them. Uh, I know, for example, this doctor, you know... Any type of disease that goes in the eye, right. bottom line, right. acne on the eyelid, whatever, it's not good. Right. right. And But to know there's a, a topical that's non-invasive, yeah. it's not surgery. Well, it'd be a lot of studies because, you know, the eyes, you know, are... Very complicated. You're right. Um, personally, on my own experience, I have, when I would get like an eyelash in my eye during the night mm-hmm. and I would rub it, not realizing... And then when I wake up, oh, it's so painful because I've actually cut the skin rubbing with the oh. eyelash. And it's so painful, I, I mean, I can't keep the eye open. I will get the spray, and I spray my eyeball. And it takes the pain away, and it does heal. Now, I'm not telling people to go out there and start using it in their eye. Right. But um, I, I've had no problem with it, and I will continue to use it because... It does heal so quickly, and it prevents the use of having to get an antibiotic to treat an infected eye. This is great. So, so the healing is has been designed, the, the, the killing and the healing, killing of the pathogens and healing of the, of the traumatized tissue, was designed for inside the map. We've found out anecdotally it works just as well externally as well, mm-hmm. in almost every circumstance. And because of the, the composition of the formulation, there's just there's no negative side effects. And there's no age limits. There's no overdosing. Mm-hmm. So it's just plus, plus, plus. You know, in the elderly group that live all by themselves or in nursing facilities, oftentimes their breath gets so obnoxious because they don't have the ability to care for their oral health. And, you know, this is something that when it's used in the mouth, just a spray, even if if they don't get a chance for someone to to really care for their mouth properly, just getting the spray in their mouth can make it so much more pleasurable for those who care for them. Mm -hmm. Um, Dr. Elias said when he goes, and he's gone to a lot of third world country and done dentistry, and he takes dental students with him, 
because they can do things in third world countries they cannot do here. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said, you know, when they when the the individuals come, he said, there's something you just you can't touch them. Their, their breath is so mm-hmm. bad from the disease. It's you know the abscess abscess tooth or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he said, first thing he'll do is they have a hand them out a spray right as they come in. <laughs> Spray with this. <laughs> he says, otherwise, you know, they can't work with them, yeah. you know. Um, but they, they get to where over there, they call it green stuff. And that's, that's, <laughs> that's the word they use, or green stuff. And, and so, you know, they use green stuff on everything. You know, everywhere on their body that they've got any problem, you know, they get the green stuff. Wow. So over, over there in Haiti and, oh, gosh, I can't remember all the countries he's gone to on his trips. But... You know, we're known as green stuff. <laughs> Our product is green. <laughs> and it is green in composition, but yeah, they, they call it the green stuff. Yeah. So what's next for you guys? Right now, um, we're working on a formulation for an organic nasal spray, um, both as an uh, anti-COVID, so to help inactivate COVID viruses. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, a lot of people have sinus issues that are fungal, not bacterial, and we are, are great at controlling funguses. So if you get a sinusitis or anything, generally you go to the doctor, and the first thing they'll do is write you a uh, prescription for an antibiotic, when really what it is, if it's you know diagnosed properly, it's probably fungal. And so, Where are you with this nasal spray? Uh, it's out in beta testing, and it's going really, really well. You want a subject? <laughs> sure. You want a participant, a willing participant? Sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> with sinus issues? Yeah. Um, it's funny, with Dale, when we first started working um, on this formulation, he had really sensitive teeth to both hot and cold, uh, really sensitive, and he had chronic sinusitis. So he was on medications every day, both anti, uh, antihistamines. Um, I, when I, for whatever reason, I, I cut something when I turned 40 years old, this is a long time ago. And uh, I lost my taste and smell for a year, both. And before it was cool. Yeah, before it was cool. <laughs> and I eventually got them back, but then I just, the, the doctor had, had found- And you don't know why. I, well, I had found that I had chronic sinusitis and I think that was that was it. Uh, and, then, and then the other thing was I had also heat and cold sensitivity in my teeth. And I used Sensodyne toothpaste, but it really didn't benefit me. Mm-hmm. And through the years of iterations of developing our final formulation, uh, and of course, we would use it all the time. We were the guinea pigs, Janice and I. Uh, I totally forgot I had tooth sensitivity because it disappeared. <laughs> and... Yeah. And, I, and I wasn't using Sensodyne either. It was just trialogy. <laughs> and your sinusitis got better. Just and the sinus, sinus, sinusitis uh, went away. Now, wow. A lot of that is because the vapors, because uh, we do have you know, organic sweet almond oil in our product. And, and the pure peppermint. And the, the, and the natural peppermint. I'm sorry. Pure, I, said, yes, it, I said pure. Pure can, can be uh, alcohol denatured. It, this is the, the pure peppermint this and it's got it's real vaporous so uh if you've got a cold for example and you're using trilogy just orally you're gonna get the vapors up into your sinuses if you just gargle huh. it you'll get those vapors that'll come up into your sinuses and help a lot 
Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. So, you know, uh, if your infection is fungal, not bacterial, then it, our product will absolutely help you. But if it's bacterial, we'll help you. Mm-hmm. So an antibiotic will only help you with the bacterial infection, where natural products will help you with, with both, well, all three. There's fungal, viral, and, and bacteria. Well, no negative side effects. What do they tell you after you take an antibiotic? And if you have a probiotic, oh. take a probiotic after this yes. because your stomach's going to be... That's right. We're going to give you something that's going to help you, but it's also going to mess up your stomach. Yeah, well, yeah. the microbiome's going to be shot. Yeah. Well, and you know, <laughs> because we do use the organics uh, and we don't super clean them, I mean, they're organic when we get them, and we keep them that way. You're also getting a probiotic every time, and a prebiotic every time you use our products. Nice. That's just part of nature. You, you know, in medicine, there's an, an another issue uh, besides COVID and, and the various uh, variants of the virus, and this is bacterial, and it's, it's the uh, antibiotic-resistant superbugs, and everybody's heard of that, mm-hmm. uh, and it's particularly... Uh, an issue in, in the healthcare settings, clinics, hospitals. Nurseries are terrible. Nurse, nursing down. homes uh, because of the overuse of antibiotics over the years. Mm-hmm. Again, the word mutation is going to come back. Bacteria has mutated. Now, antibiotics are not effective against these superbugs, these mutated bacteria. One of them is called MRSA, M-R-S-A. Mm-hmm. And that stands for methicillin-resistant Staphylococcus aureus. Staph infection. Yeah, it's a version. Mm -hmm. And methicillin is a version of penicillin, one of the first antibiotics ever discovered. It's an advancement. Well, this bug, MRSA, is resistant. It's a superbug. Mm -hmm. So we don't have an antibiotic to fight it. Again, we were asked... Trilogy does all these amazing things. Could it possibly be effective against MRSA? We sent it to an independent lab in Dallas, and the CEO of the lab called us. said, do you know what you have here? He said, we have never seen a range of inhibition of growth where it couldn't grow as we have with Trilogy treating MRSA. Wow. And MRSA is not, for whatever reason, is not in the news like COVID is. MRSA is a really big deal and highly infectious, really dangerous, virulent, and, and anybody in the healthcare business is very concerned about MRSA. And we're extremely effective against it, even though it's an antibiotic superbug. You know, they're saying that within 10 years, it'll be safer to have your child born at home than for you to go to a hospital for the risk of MRSA. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's growing that big in, in hospital settings because they, there's just no antibiotic that can treat it. It's just mutated beyond our, our system. And um, they're saying, you know, it'll get to the point to where a surgery, it'll be so high risk because of the superbug that, you know, you've got to weigh the option of the... Of the oh, that's terrifying to think about. Yeah. So where can someone, if they're listening to this, and they're by now they're way intrigued, where can they find your product? Where can they purchase it for themselves? Dental offices. There's okay. a lot of dental offices that, that carry our products. So they can ask their dentist if they have triology. 
Triology. Tri- I apologize. <laughs> Triology. Triology. I, I hope I you would know say, better. Well, I hope you with the tree. I, I know. I, and, and then our, our website, we have a web store, www.triologycare.com. So it's T-R-I-O-L-O-G-Y-C-A-R-E.com. You can buy it uh, online. And Amazon, of course, okay. is uh, one of our largest uh, selling platforms. Uh, Walmart online. Walmart online. They when did you get it? into Amazon and Walmart? Walmart probably within the year. Amazon. Four or five years yeah. ago. Walmart within last 2022? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we just got on it last yes. year. Right. Nice. Yeah. How many stores? No, it's online. It's online. Oh, online. Just, Walmart online. online. Okay, so that's different than and, Wal- okay. yes. and Amazon online. Yeah. We yes. don't do shelves. Yeah. Oh, you don't? We're not bricks and mortar. Other than, than dental offices. Yeah. Okay. We are there. If Walmart said we want 50,000 units to, to test in these, okay. Yeah, no, gotcha. I don't think we Who would. knows? Okay, gotcha. Well, and the, and the problem, because we are ahead of our time, and because we are so dense in our formulation that you can buy a great big old bottle of Scope or Listerine for 5 or $6, and you look at an 8-ounce bottle of, of Triology, Next to that, because they're not putting, we wouldn't put them in the right place. Mm-hmm. And people are going, well, I'm not going to spend $30 for this little eight-ounce bottle when I can buy a great big old bottle of Scope okay. Okay. for 5 or $6. Sure. See, because... You and, know, the, and they don't have the education. Right. And the, right. the end cap can't educate them. The, right. aisle, the aisle card can't no. educate right. them enough. Yeah. So they, we, have to, they have to listen to your program. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, you know, we really feel like they need, it needs to be an educated customer. Mm-hmm. And it it also needs to be, and we've learned this from a lot of our marketing, is people that have pain are looking for us. When they have pain, and, and I'll give you an example, Dental Arts is the dental office for the hockey team out in Independence. The Mavericks. The Mavericks. Okay. One night, uh, one of their players took a puck to right to the front of their mouth. Broke his, broke his jaw, knocked out his mm. bottom teeth. And so they're in there doing oral surgery on him that night. They give him triology to take home with him. He said as long as he was using triology, he had no pain. None. Hmm. When he ran out of triology, then he was on the narcotics. Wow. And Monday morning when he got back in with triology, he was back on triology and didn't need the narcotics. Now, with our narcotic wow. over-prescription problem that we mm-hmm. have, you know, if you can keep people off of needing narcotics and having them use something so natural and organic and non, non-addicting, mm-hmm. safe to swallow, then that's where people find us. They have pain or they have thrush, which is painful. They can't eat and drink. When they have a problem... And they're out there searching at 3 o'clock in the morning for something to relieve their pain, and they come across us. They buy, mm-hmm. and they keep buying. So, um, but for the person who is 20 years old and thinks they're going to live forever. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, the one thing about Alzheimer's that they've learned is the laying down of the plaque in the brain starts in your 20s and 30s. If you wait to treat Alzheimer's to when you're 50 or 60 years old, you're going to lose the battle. Hmm. We've got to get people. And there are groups out there now that are advocating that, you know, you've got to stop the bacteria from going to the brain 
when you're in your 20s and your 30s and certainly in your 40s or it's too late. So um, how can you do that? Well, triology is a, is a product that can keep that P. gingivalis in check. Mm-hmm. And so don't think of it as your mouth wash. Think of it as your body saver. Your mouth guard. It's a good mouth right. guard. And, and, and it's really, it, it's, it's protecting your whole body. Yeah, right. The whole body. So that's what we do. Uh, other things that are on the horizon, uh, people are always asking us to develop you know, things like a skincare line. Um, Mm -hmm. We've been working on a a soap with all the compounds that we use in our our products for an organic soap. Uh, If you look at most soaps, they have SLS in them because it bubbles easily. So, you know, we're looking for a product, you know, for the formulation that will be, um, you know, non-irritating, but extremely healing for the skin. So those are just some of the things we're working on right now. You guys aren't going to stop, are you? We'll be around a while. You guys aren't stopping, innovating, no. No, in fact, creating. No. You're just, you know, this is what we do. In, in, is it? Yeah, in, this is what we do. You know, it's funny because even though we do work really hard and we work all the time really hard, it doesn't seem like we do work because for Janice and I, coming from the very genesis of this whole project, it's just become our, our joint and individual passion. So you know, this, I can tell this is just what we do, and we, it's, it's a lifelong passion of yours, health. Yeah, you know, is. hearing your stories. Yeah, I mean, the impact you had on the little city of Leavenworth. Right. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, but we have brought in our replacement, and <laughs> and so uh, Marcus is what thirty three, mm-hmm. about thirty three. So we do hope that with you know by the time we're seventy five and Dale's seventy two and I'm seventy one. Okay. Well, how do you find Marcus? He's my son. We well, started, that's how you found him. We started. We <laughs> literally started grooming him in college. Okay, all right. With this very purpose, and so he was working for his part time. Uh, then he came out of college and went to work full time um, in product expertise. So he really became the expert on the product and, and being able to okay. convey that. Left to go start his own company with a with a friend. And it was doing very well until the two partners had a disagreement. Um, but we brought him back. We, we, we hired him back because I didn't want to let him go. And um, so he has all the experience he needs for being an innovator. Um, he knows the product better than anybody else in the world does. And by the time we're 75, he will be running this ship, and he'll be doing this interview, <laughs> and we'll be golfing somewhere where it's nice and warm. Nice. Yeah. But, nice. Yeah. So we got a plan in place. Nice. And uh, so, yeah, we're happy with that. And nice to know that he's doing a lot of the stuff that taking it off our plate already. So Good. Well, you guys, this is like a lot of knowledge. You guys are clearly making a huge impact. Um, I thank you so much for coming here. Thank you for having us, Mike. You know, And also for being, you know, being involved with Fasonian Partners well, and working with us. This has been a great opportunity for us to help spread the word. We've enjoyed working with you and Carol, too. And uh, it, it's been a great mutual relationship thank you thank, thank you. you let me Enjoy shake you guys it. hand let's get out of here oh, i'm going to order some triology tonight <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys. Okay, thank you guys are awesome thank you, thank you. that was a lot of fun Absolutely. thanks for listening to the little agency that roars podcast be sure to find us on facebook instagram and on fasonipartners.com under podcast be sure to subscribe be sure to like and leave a review 
If you want to submit an interview or submit yourself for an interview, please email roar at fasonipartners.com. That's R-O-A-R at fasonipartners.com. Thanks.